Welcome to Modern Day Abigails. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform and where we can become the women God created us to be. Now, in our relationship with Jesus, I guarantee you, if there's a struggle, it is not on his part. It's on ours. Right. He is. He's like, I died for you. I love you so much. I was willing to die for you. Pay your debt. What, it, what else does he need to do? He's done it all. He said it, it is finished. Yeah. It's us. So the neat thing, though, is I learned from Gleichman. That's a cool last name. Gleichman. Not as cool as the last name Bookbinder. That, that's still my favorite last name. I thought it was a great last name. Well, like, this is cool. Anyway, um, he, he had left perfume on the door handle as a sign of his love for her. He simply left her a love note and then went away. In their culture, a lover would leave this fragrant myrrh at the door as a sign that he has been there. So he did leave, but he didn't leave angry. He didn't leave mad. In fact, he, he, he left and said, okay, if you don't want me to rest, fine. But I love you, and I'll be here when you're ready. But he had to go. He couldn't stay there. And Jesus does that with our sin. He loves us. He died for us. But he can't stay there with our sin. We have to admit one day that we're sinners and that we need to be saved from that sin. So as a side note, side journey, detour, if you're mad at your husband, child, friend, somebody, love them. Show them love that, so that the enemy says they don't deserve. Just like Jesus loved us. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not advocating bad behavior. I'm just saying love and grace, even if it has to be at a distance. I love plenty of people from afar just by praying for them. Right. Yeah. Plenty of people mm-hmm. I pray for from afar. I can't be around them until they're ready to, um, to show forgiveness, show, show a change, because I'm not advocating bad behavior and abuse. I'm just saying love them. And you can love them from afar and pray for them. Mm-hmm. It might take you. And guess what? You ready? You ready? It might take years, years of praying, mm-hmm. and you can't give up. Um, and we've talked about this a gazillion times. I um, I don't hold any bitterness or anything towards my ex husband, um, and but I can never be around him again, right? Um, but I do pray for him constantly. Yeah. still to this day, yeah. it's been fifteen years. I I, I prayed for my ex husband until he died. I always thought yeah. in my back of my mind, I'll know that he got saved if he ever calls our, you know, mm-hmm. his biological son to apologize, but that never happened. And then I have to say, Anna, he could have gotten saved within the last 30 seconds before he died. And he didn't have time to make that phone call. That's true. Okay. That's so true. you can go that. And uh, so Ray had gotten us the, um, we watched the crown and I'm like, it's like a soap opera. I'm telling you. I haven't you know. seen. I couldn't get past the first episode. I tried twice. Oh, it's um, it's a soap opera. And I mean, if I went slow. to fr- I can't. Uh, well, it's, I mean, it's a. I don't know how true it is. I just know it's supposed mm-hmm. to be about you know England and all that. But what's really got me is we had gotten to this section where about Princess Diana and up to where she died, and I tell I told him I said I spent three episodes in the shower crying, thinking, but Lord, did she even get a chance to know you? She had such a sad life. Did she get to know you? 
and, and, and I'm watching these events and so many things that could have stopped the death of mm-hmm. those people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was numerous chances not to be in that place at that time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God tried. And I'm like, she lived a few hours. Did she live? Did she give her life to Jesus? I, I just, it really bothered me. Is she in hell? It bothered me for mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. And why did I bring that up? Um, because a lot of it, when I was watching it, there's so much unforgiveness, hatred, anger, resentment. I'm like, everything would have changed. It's just one of them. Just one of them. I said, you know what, Lord? I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for that spouse. Anything could have happened and changed. But now, did they? Okay, maybe they did. I don't know, because I'm. this is a TV it's like a soper, like I said, it's like next episode, will the queen give up her assignment? Well, this and that happened. You know, you can just hear the, I never watched the soap opera, but have you ever heard the ads on TV? Next episode on, okay, anyway. Yeah, I'm sure I have. I am. It's been a long time, but that's what I kept hearing in my head. I'm like, but the thing is, is prayer changes everything. I've seen it. I have prayed for people for years and then it'd be take 10 or 15 years before I see it come to fruition. But it was beautiful afterwards. It was worth all the years of praying. Prayed for that man down the hall and to the right mm-hmm. for years. We still pray for each other. That's just what we do. So let's talk about that. Don't forget your first love. That was one of the first things we talked about on her. I think she forgot her first love. And it says in Revelation 2, 1 through 7, to the angel of the church of Ephesus, right? And that's basically to the pastor. Pastor is also known as shepherd. These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars. And you have persevered thank you and have patience and have labored for my namesake and have not become weary nevertheless don't just love how the the lord does that hey this is really great you're doing a good job here but it's the words you don't want to hear from the lord but god is a wonderful thing but god oh we're gonna have a change but here nevertheless means oh, oh i have this against you i don't want to hear those words from the lord I just don't want to hear those words. That you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. They're going to get really seriously grounded if they don't make a change. But this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitan. Nicholas? Sure. Okay. Which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him, whoever comes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. So they were doing all this great thing, but they had forgotten their first love. They weren't doing it because they loved Jesus. They were just doing it because they thought they were supposed to do it. There was no relationship there. There was They didn't have a relationship with Jesus. They were just doing the works. They weren't really going through the motions yeah they're going through the motions but they weren't doing it because they love jesus they have forgotten who they first love and he is saying hey but that's he's like hey y'all forgot your first love okay i get it you need to repent if you don't repent it's gonna be a bad deal and you can repent so first don't forget your first love of jesus and if you have you do what he says repent you know get on your knees 
and say, you know, Lord, forgive me. I've forgotten you. Help my work to be due. Let my the work I do be for you. I know I've forgotten. I can't say I haven't forgotten the Lord. When I'm doing my work at my other, my secular job, I can't tell you how many times I've probably forgotten that I'm supposed to be doing it for him. I'm just trying to survive some days. Right. You know. Now, when I'm like mopping the floor over here, I just love it. It's like, it's easy to think, oh, this is for the Lord, mopping the floor. I love cleaning the yeah, church. I do too. Yeah. But my secular job, I often forget yeah. I'm working for him. Because sometimes you, what do you want to do? I don't know about you, but I want to look at the Lord and go, seriously, do you not see what's going on over yeah. here? Are you not Why? paying attention yeah. up there? Why are you putting me through this? What did I do wrong? Yeah. My, my, my most words I say to the Lord, what did I do wrong? Why are you punishing me? And I hear the Lord every time. How do you think I'm punishing you? <laughs> and I always say, are, are you not watching? Yeah. Are you not paying any attention? And every time does he say, yeah, I see it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I know exactly what's going on, honey. <laughs> I'm watching the whole thing. <laughs> and I just know he's in the background going, yeah, I, I did that. And you're like, what did I do wrong? But it's not that you did anything wrong. I mean, we're, he's, he's training us. He's building us up. He's, you know, working through us. And we have to remember the strictures. We're doing it for the Lord. Part of the growing and yeah. shaping and molding process. It's easy to do it for the Lord when we like it. Right. It's not easy doing it for the Lord when we don't like it. Agreed. Yeah. I'm convicting myself. Hang on. Yeah, me too. Mm. Dang it. Thank you, ladies. Don't, um, we promise you. We hope get, you're still with us. Yeah, we hope so because we get very <laughs> convicted. We get very convicted of our own words. And I can't tell you the warfare we usually go through. Oh, yeah. You know, and what's, what's uh, one of the things about that relationship building with, you know, Jesus, have you made time with him? I was talking about door. I'm going to go back to that door thing because if it's our, our first love. If we've forgotten our first love, that's that's a door. You need to get back into spending time with the word with the Lord. I don't have time. I get it. I understand that. Pray and ask the Lord to give you the time. He will. He did that for me because I used to do it at night. It was easy when I was single and it was just you know, my son and I, and I'd come home from school because my mom was with my parents and I could come home from school. He'd be, he always, he didn't want to go to bed until I got home. As soon as he see me, he'd go to bed and go to sleep. Well, I could do my Bible reading and I could do praying. It was easy. But as I got married and, and busier and busier, I realized I, I was not having that time except when I had to do it. And suddenly I could find this time, you're right, air quotes. And so he gave me the ability to find that time to say, okay, at least for 20 minutes, I'm going to read your word and I'm going to pray. Studying will be when I need to study, but for at least 20 minutes in the morning, I'm going to pray and I'm going to read. And it's made a big difference. I can see some doors that have come down because of it. Okay. So let's go back also to the lukewarm. I think forgetting our first love and lukewarm probably go together. Oh, I agree. The Lord separated it. But I, I think a lot of times, if you're going to be lukewarm, you probably forgot your first love. If you forget your first Lord and love, you're going to be lukewarm. Because it says in Revelations 3, 14 through 22. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, write, these things says the amen, the faithful and true witness. I just realized something. I never noticed. They, they capitalized amen, that that is a title for Jesus, the amen. Because that means let it be said. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, very cool. I know. I just realized that. I've read this so many times and it just hit me. Anyway, the faithful, the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. Guess what? You notice the difference between this and the first love? At least with the first love, they were doing some really cool work. And the lukewarm, they ain't doing nothing. You don't even have a nice thing to say first. 
Um, I wish I, okay, I know your work that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. I don't sound good. Coming from the Lord? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Because you say I'm rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. And you know what? We have a lot of people in America that because they have money, they really don't think they need God. Oh, true statement. They go to church. They might even go to church on Wednesdays. They might even go to prayer night and Bible study and fellowship. But they don't need the Lord because I got money. What do I need him for? I love that prayer in uh, Psalms um, by the, the whatchamacallit brothers. It's not David. It's those other guys. Sorry, this just hit me. But it basically, they say, pray for exactly what you need. No more, no less. No less because we don't want to steal and profane your name, but no more because we don't want to forget you. And that's what they've done. They, they became lukewarm because I got money. What am I worried about? And he said, you don't even recognize that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich in white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. And anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see as many as I love, I rebuke, rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Again, we can repent from this. If we're lukewarm, we can repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Now, remember what we talked about the Shulamite? What was her beloved doing at the door? It's knocking on the door. Knocking at the door. Yep. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down on my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. It's going to be a bad day if you are lukewarm or you forgot your first love. You're either going to get vomited or what did he say on the other one? Oh, um, I will remove your lampstand from its place. So if you're either lukewarm or first love, you're going to get vomited or you're going to get your lampstand removed. That is not fun. I know we can't imagine what that means, but it's not fun. I would imagine his lampstand is his presence. Yes, it is. And that's what it means. It's his presence. And he's going to take that away. I, I, that actually put me in a lot of fear after Ray and I got married. I probably have told this story before. Case So if you've heard it before, great. If not, um, after Ray and I got married, I was having a lot of trouble submitting to Ray, not realizing it. I said I was doing that's that lip service. I said I was doing it, but my actions apparently were not. And the Lord noticed it. And so, I'm at work one day because my biggest, what I have, didn't realize that the enemy had put in me, I was so afraid that I would lose my relationship with God, that I wouldn't be able to talk to him anymore, and I wouldn't be able to feel his presence. And that scared me so bad. That you had to go only through your husband? Yes. That's, yeah. I know, but that was that was what Satan did. Yeah. And Not even the same no. thing. No. And so uh, there's this one truck driver. So when the new equipment would come from the port, it was always this one truck driver. And I got to know him pretty good, an old, older African-American gentleman. And we just always talk. So we'd gotten a little trinket from work. It was a cute little flash drive. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to give it to my dad. He'll like that. He, he likes little things like that. That's so cool. And um, so the guy had come in. And he was dropping off alone. He was going back. He was coming back. And he was coming back in. And the Lord said, give it to him. 
I'm like, what? Give the, give the trinket to that, to the driver. I'm like, no, it's for my dad. He's like, give it to him. I mean, it was a very big war. You could feel it. The Lord was going, you are going to give it to him. I didn't have a choice, really. <laughs> Honestly, I was being a little kid trying to stomp my feet saying no, but the presence of the Lord was so harsh. He's like, give it to him. Hey, you want this? I gave it to him. The first, the first thing the guy says is, what is it? I'm like, see, Lord, he doesn't even know what it is. He doesn't even know what to do with it. <laughs> That's not the Lord's point. <laughs> he did not care. He did no work for me on that one. Yeah. So he went back to come back with another load. Now, the, here's the fun, funny part. So I'm walking out with him to check because normally one of the, the technicians on the yard would go check out the load. Well, it was like around lunchtime and there was nobody on the yard. And he's like, hey, can you come check the load? Yeah, sure. So I'm walking out there and I hear the Lord goes, ask him where he's going to go when he dies. Now, did I hesitate one second? No, that was easy. Hey, dude, where are you going to go when you die? So we had this conversation. By the time he started backing up for me, I realized that we are done with our conversation. <laughs> Politely done. But we had that conversation. So I'm walking back to my desk and I hear the Lord goes, Do you stop? Did you stop talking to your dad when you got married? No. He goes, then why would I stop talking to you? And I'm like, oh, that's what happened. So it made it a lot easier to submit to Ray because I realized that I can still have that presence of the Lord. So the idea of my that lampstand being removed scares me. Yeah. It scares me. Yeah. I don't want that. Not for our church, not for any church. So I often, when I'm praying for our church, I pray that we would be the faithful church, the persecuted church, because they got compliments, nothing but compliments. I pray we will not be lukewarm, that we'll always be on fire for the Lord. And I always pray that we don't forget our first love. Because those, those, I don't want to do that. We don't actually know what it means to, here on earth, to mm-hmm. not be in the Lord's presence, even if we don't have a relationship with Him. His presence is here. Yes, exactly. And um, it may not be as strong with somebody who has a relationship with him, but his presence is here. His creation Mm -hmm. is here. And um, so, but in hell, that does not exist. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the lampstand being Mm -hmm. removed. Exactly. And you don't want that. And I I don't, I, I have gotten nothing on that whole vomiting out of the mouth thing, but I just know it doesn't sound pleasant. It sounds bad because you've got to get in there first to get vomited out. It, it just doesn't sound pleasant. <laughs> as, like bad chicken. As the germaphobe, as the yeah. official germaphobe. Yes. No, it does not sound no. good. <laughs> it's like the other day, um, I knew I forgot the chicken. So I don't have much of a sense of smell. But <laughs> as soon as I open that thing, I'm like, oh yeah, that chicken's bad. What chicken? Oh, I forgot some chicken in my refrigerator I had cooked. At home. It was cooked? Oh, it was cooked chicken, but I've forgotten about it. Oh, like two weeks later? Oh, I don't know how many weeks later. Oh. I opened that sucker up, and I like I said, I can't smell much, but as soon as I opened it up. In the Tupperware? Yeah. It's like, oh. Oh, dear. I just imagine. That's all I can imagine when I'm talking about the Lord going to vomit us out is that that smell. And and you don't get there (laughs) overnight. It's kind of like we repulse him. Yeah. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was thinking is it's like, we're the bad chicken. Yeah. I don't want to be bad chicken. I don't want to be no bad chicken. I don't want to be bad chicken. (laughs) I hope Ray hears that one. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, no, but that's what I'm thinking of when I I smelt that bad chicken. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't want to be bad chicken. Y'all are in the process of cooking um, briskets for our New Year's. Eve party. Um, Eve party and um so that could be yeah don't want, we don't want to be no bad no brisket. We don't, we don't be bad brisket 
And that's even harder than chicken. Yeah, that that's making me cry. Right yeah. There. Um, so let's let's see what the okay, she's got to do something. She's got to make a change. OK, nothing gets better unless you make a change. I, I don't know how many people I've met who are upset about something. They're complaining about something, but they've refused to make a change. Love takes work. Something has to change. And I hate to tell you this, ladies, but you're going to have to go first. When you start praying for your spouse, God's going to go through you first. And he's going to show you things in your life that you don't want to see. And you're going to have to make a change first. And you're going to be like, but he's doing this. And the Lord's going, uh-huh. But let's work on you. But, but, and the Lord's going to go, no buts. We're going to work on you first. Um, I have helped women. I don't like to use the word counsel because I'm not a counselor, but counseled women. Mentored. Mentored since 2009. And you've been doing it for yeah. years and years and years as well. Few years. Yeah. Um, I've never once, and, and I'm sure it happens, but I have personally in all of my years, never once seen where the Lord doesn't have the woman go first. Exactly. Not and one now, time. How about you? Every time I say, tell the woman that you're going to have to go first, the Lord's going to take you first to do go through it. They don't come back. Uh, I get dirty looks. <laughs> yep. Oh, I, the, the one of them got really angry and yelled, and the other one just never called yeah. me again. I'm and, like, well, there's yeah. nothing I can do. I I can't help you because I personally have experienced it myself, and I guarantee you, the 100 things I grievances I had, maybe half of one was legit by the time the Lord got through with me, and then He went and took care of it. <laughs> so when the Lord told me that, mm-hmm. I was like, Are you kidding me right now? I do not think so. Oh, that's so. right, because the Lord told you, hey, guess what? You're going to go first, and we need to work on this, yeah. this, this, and this. Even though you were married to an abuser, yeah. a horrible, awful man, the Lord's like, yeah, I know, but you're going first. And I did. I went first, and I, oh, when I found out, the Lord and I had a, con- I wouldn't even call it a conversation. We had an argument. And, um, and did, I the, was, are, did the Lord really argue back, or was no, it just you? No, I was yeah, heated. You were- <laughs> I was screaming. Yeah, temper tantrum. I was throwing a fit. And um, and he he just he sat real quiet and he just kind of let me mm-hmm. get it all out because you know got to get it all out sometimes and um, he's like okay however yeah <laughs> what, what's that word we looked at nonetheless, uh, nevertheless, nevertheless. <laughs> you're going first yeah this is how we're doing it yeah and and your husband is not your concern right your husband is my concern exactly you are your concern. And this is what we're doing with you. Yeah. We're not going to worry about him. He's not your problem. He's mine. Yeah. We're going to worry about you. Yeah, Lord's like, I'm your problem right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. and, and I was like, but Lord, I'm the one that did this and this and this and this and this. And giving myself all kinds of gold stars and brownie points. And I'm laying all of his mess. And he says, yeah, I understand that. But here's what you did. Right. Then once you go gold stars. Oh, I'm a, by the time he got done with me laying out my grievances, I was no kidding. Curled up in a ball. I swear. And it was three days. I, I don't, swear. I, I believe it. Was it. Three days. I remember crawling to the bathroom. I did not have the strength. Right. To because I was so distraught at the Lord showing me my sin. Yeah. But you know what, ladies, if we don't take that step. We can never go to step two. No, exactly. Exactly. You have to be that willing to. That one's temporary. Yeah, because you have to change. Love takes work and you're going to have to change. Yeah. That's, and you can change willingly. But if you belong to the Lord. Or unwillingly. Yeah. If you belong to the Lord, he says he's going to finish a good work. 
And the Lord's looking at like, you know how we look at our children and go, we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way, your choice. The Lord looks at us the same way. You're mine. I'm going to finish a good work. We could do it the easy way or we can do it the hard way. It's up to you. Yeah, Your room is getting clean. Yeah. We can do it your way or yeah. we can do it my way. Exactly. <laughs> you easy. choose. Yeah. Be easy. could be hard. <laughs> yeah. Laura's like, <laughs> whichever it makes no difference to him. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to choose the hard way. You could end up with okay. stuff or no stuff. Yeah, exactly. When my kids wouldn't clean their room, I would give them a couple of days. I, if your room's not clean by this particular day, mm-hmm. I'm coming in with trash bags. Yep. yep. And I, I did that once. I numerous times. Yep. And I walk out and they would go to the trash. Yeah. It only I, took one th- time for me to do that. They didn't get it back. That Mm-mm. was that. Yep. And I'm like, but we didn't, you wouldn't want to, I had to step in. You may, you're making me step in. Yep. Yeah, I did that with Stevie once with the living room because he wouldn't sleep, clean it. And I had a trash bag full of stuff and I took it to the curb. Yeah. But Grandpa retrieved it um, but he wasn't allowed to get back into it yeah but you know what in the roundabout way i think he got it all back because my dad found a bin full of cars and i'm pretty sure my dad went through that crash bag and pulled out every single hot wheels <laughs> and saved every hot wheels and it wound up going to my grandson's i'm like no yeah. in a way he got it back yeah so because so. i couldn't remember because it took me for a while i'm like why did my dad get this thing of cars why would he have that and then i'm like the trash bag <laughs> he went and found every car and put it in a box and gave it to my grandson. Yeah, I mean, and and ladies, this first step is hard. It, it's the hard. I want to say it's probably the hardest, yeah. and it is temporary. But once you do it's it, the temporary. First, but once you take that first step, honestly, though, once you take that first step, the rest goes easy. It, the rest is a lot easier because you've already done it once, and it's not so scary. I wouldn't. What well, it, it was for me. It was for me. Once I took the first yeah. step, each step got easier and easier. Yeah, I, I guess it all depends. What Where are you coming yeah. from? What's the situation? Yeah. How bad's the abuse? How long have you been in it? You know, all, right. there's all kinds of factors. My, yeah. my second step was not easy either, but it was not as hard as my first. Yeah, that's what I meant. Is yeah. It's not going to be as hard as the first step. The first step was, for me, it was excruciating. One, because I was fighting it. Right. Two, I didn't have any help whatsoever. Right. Um, well, I did, but she didn't understand the situation. Right. And so she was trying to help as best she could. And uh, she was a tremendous help emotionally. Right. But um, but there's sometimes it's just between you and the father. He's, he's got it. He, he's like, look, we it, because he's building his relationship yeah. with you. And he can't, he doesn't want anybody. You, you might have the best person in your whole life around. Godly woman in your life. But the yeah. Lord's like, I love her too, but I need her to back up because I need to work on that relationship between you and me. I don't want anybody in between us. Yeah, and we didn't understand narcissism. We didn't know what narcissism yeah. was at that time, and um, and I don't use that word that loosely. term loosely. Um, but we didn't we didn't understand it at the time, and so we didn't know how we proceeded the best way we thought we knew. Yeah, we knew how it turned out. It was actually wrong for my situation. It was right for hers. Right, her marriage survived, and uh, they flourished. Right, uh, mine did not have right. a different husband. Also, and the Lord had a different plan. Because um, the plan is completely yeah. different. The Lord removed uh, the, the he got rid of us, but the Lord used that to get us out of the situation. Yeah. And the Lord did not apparently have a plan of restoring it at all. That was not his way because he yeah. I mean, in the situation, he was the ex was never repentant. He was never mm-hmm. sorry. He was like, yeah, my neither. Oh, whatever. And so yeah. the Lord, when it says, um, that if the unbeliever wants to depart, let him depart for he or she is out of bondage and the believer is at peace. And I know it, 
that the scripture talks about, don't let man separate. When I see that, I saw, I could see that God said, man didn't separate this. I did. Yeah. I removed you. I'm not going to have you in that anymore. And, and we're going to yeah. do it this way. But right. you know what? That was the biggest changing. That was my hard step. And, 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 and the Lord took it and I, and I walked with him. But then I had new other steps I had to take that were hard. Yeah. Well, he starts taking out all of our mess and he starts yeah. replacing it with him. Right. It's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Well, it's a whole nother process. Yeah, that too. You know, and sometimes that's not pleasant either. Mm-mm. No, no, no. It's unfamiliar and it's mm-hmm. a little bit scary. And when you know? he started healing broken hearts. I didn't know anything <sighs> about being healthy. No, me neither. It scared me. Exactly. Well, <laughs> and, and when he started healing the broken hearts, I'm like, I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to remember any of that. It's too painful. It's too painful. Yeah. And, you know, and, and Satan likes to use things like that. So why would I want to go back there? And the Lord's like, yeah, but I need you to go back there so we can do some forgiveness and we can move forward. Yeah. It's all fun. for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.